Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. Thank you for joining us. Today we're talking to Noel Green, lead singer and guitar player for the classic punk trio Orphan Riot. These young men are carrying the torch of the classic punk bands we all know and love, while also standing up to be the mouthpiece of their generation. These rising stars are pumping out tunes and working tirelessly to share their talent, which is what we're going to do for them right now. From their EP 37, here's Orphan Riot with High Cost of Living. Fight and save up! Thank you. All right, yeah, so uh, I'm Noel Green. I'm the guitarist and singer. Our bassist is Ian Horlbogen, and uh, our drummer that we 
like he had just joined us a couple weeks ago. Will Adkins, really cool dude, veteran of the uh, Richmond and uh, Raleigh punk scene, playing a really cool psychobilly band, Motorbilly. So we're really happy to have him on board. Nice. So you guys mm. are a three piece. A three piece, yes, sir. Man, it sounds like, I mean, the sound is so big. It sounds like you guys have way more than three. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Thank you. Absolutely. Now, how did you guys all meet? So, uh, we met, like, about four years ago at school. We went to, like, the same middle high school together, and uh, you know, we all met the same interest in music, so we just started just playing covers, like a lot of Green Day, Operation Ivy, the uh, Replacements, uh, Ramones, just really anything. And so, like, I really built everything from there, like, started writing a lot more original material and playing out more, building our brand, and here we are four years later. So, how are you hearing this music in junior high and high school? So, uh, like, my dad, like, I've always had music around the house, and so, like, uh, when I was, I think the first band I gravitated towards was the Beatles when I was, like, six or seven, but what really got me turned on to heavy music was uh, my dad, like, I was about, I can remember this, about seven or eight, like, he came home from an Iron Maiden show, had the whole, like, the Eddie t-shirt, and I was just totally tripped out by it, it's like, what is that? So he showed me, I think it was <laughs> Run, <laughs> yeah, I think he showed me a Run to the Hills, and that just set me off there. Hell, that was my first, uh, that was my first real concert, Iron Maiden and Megadeth in Raleigh, 2013. What a what an introduction to heavy, awesome rock and roll metal. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And starting out at what, what, what did I hear you correctly at six? A six or seven? Eagles? Yes, sir. That's man, that's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, seriously, man. Yeah, well, it's, it sounds like your dad has good taste, and he did he did a fine job. Yeah. Shout it's, out! Shout out to Noel's dad. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but the really cool thing is, like, uh, yeah, we have. Like, all the bands we're into, they really overlap, and so, like, we'll bounce stuff off each other. Like, the first punk band I got into was uh, Green Day, like, American Idiot and Dookie, and so he showed me that, and then uh, Rancid won, like, my favorite band that I've really gravitated towards. But, like, yeah, we'll bounce a lot of music off each other, which is really neat. Nice. Yeah, Rancid's, Rancid's good. That's old school stuff. Yeah. Like man. Which is, uh, which is shocking to me, like Michael said, like, how are you hearing this in high school? And it just, it seems like it's just coming from a long time ago. You know, it, this is not just just now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I read somewhere uh, you were described as the world's youngest old school punk band. And I don't know who wrote or said that, but it, I, that's definitely true. Um, you know, leading up to to this show, I, you know, I've been listening to your stuff and I'd play it for my wife. And my even you know, C-Dub was like, yeah, that's punk. Like, yeah. that's punk rock. And it's just so crazy coming from such young guys i mean it's almost like who's writing your music for you like where's it coming from man <laughs> thank you yeah what's really cool is like seeing uh like a lot of the older guys like the old heads that uh, we hang out with like they're totally tripped out that a bunch of like yeah younger kids are playing old school style punk rock it's really cool yeah it, bl it blows my mind uh we got a we got a buddy uh jeff Shout out to Jeff. Shout out Maddox. to Jeff Maddox. He's a big punk guy, uh, and I'm gonna send him your stuff. Yeah, thank you for sure, man. I mean, um, you guys are on Spotify. You guys are. I mean, you guys are really, really doing it, man. You know, yes, sir. Which is thank great, you. Which is great. Now, how how are you doing that? Being so young, is, are you just that in tune with technology that you knew where to go, or do you do you have any kind of help getting your music out there? Like, uh, my dad, like, he's our manager. He's just been a big help. It's funny. He actually, uh, like, went to college to, uh, like, manage bands, doing a lot of uh, public relations. Like, once I started doing music, he was just, like, really excited. Just, like, he could really, like, bring that back, you know? Yes. 
Yes, I, I definitely get that. <laughs> Thank you. Again, shout out. You want to shout out your dad? Yeah, yeah shout out to my dad, Mike Green. <laughs> shout out Mike Green. We actually have Mike Green in the studio today, kind of sitting off watching the shenanigans we have going on in the Rooster <laughs> studio. Um, so, so yes, thank you for, for being here. And, thank uh, you. And for making the trip out. And so you guys, from our from our location, you guys are, what, maybe hour and a half? A little, yeah, a little over an hour and a half. Yeah, these guys are from Burlington, North Carolina. Yeah. So talk about the Burlington scene. How have have you been welcomed into the Burlington scene with open arms, or are people looking at you like, who the hell are these kids? So it's really cool, like Burling, like about Burlington. It's that it's got a lot of musicians. Like a, hell, I learned uh, guitar, like great guitar teachers and uh, like other musicians. And so, but uh, it's got like a lot of uh, acoustic kind of coffee house Americana stuff. And so, uh, like, really, like, uh, branched out in a bunch of different areas first. Like, I know Greenville, North Carolina, was the first area to, like, really open up to us. And it was really cool because, uh, they, they, like, they've got a, like, really strong DIY circuit there that they've been running since the early 90s. Like, I know, like, a lot of the promoters there, they're telling us about how, like, the Aquabats and the Ataris, like, they'd come through and just about, like, any hardcore band you can name. But uh, with, and, uh, with Burlington, what's really cool is... Uh, like, there's a comic book store downtown, and uh, the owner, Sensei, is just, like, a really nice dude. Like, a, like the space is, like, a really, uh, like, a community spot, and so... Like, we like a cool dude with the name Sensei. <laughs> exactly. He's got a... Yeah, runs a comic book store, and then, uh, like, has a judo, like, a uh, training service, like, on the side, which is really nice. But uh, about two years ago, we approached him with the idea of doing, uh, like, DIY punk and metal shows there, and he really opened up to the idea, so that was really rad. Nice. What you need to do is book you one of them coffee house shops and come in here and just come and tear it tear up. It yeah, up. <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> that would be awesome. Now, because I would like to know how you guys formed the name Orphan Riot. Uh, did you have any previous band names that you guys kind of tossed in a hat, kind of tossed around? How did it come about? Okay, so I remember. Uh, so we got the band name Orphan Riot because. Uh, so yeah, I went to the same like middle school together, and I know our bassist Ian was like really big into Dungeons and Dragons, and so he was playing a game with one of his friends, and he was telling about us like band practice, and he was saying, "All right, yeah, so I did this and this, and then uh, I started an orphan ride." And so we're like, "Hold up, that's a good name," yeah. and so yeah, just went with that. Dude. So it's a D and D reference, technically, yeah. Wow, I had no idea. <laughs> I do love the name though. Yeah. It's a great name for a punk band, especially. Yeah. Thank you. Been missing on on stuff like that because you know uh, being uh, being in larger crowds has been a no go. Yeah. Uh, you know everybody knows what happened, but um, but it sounds like to me like with getting to play over at Sensei Shop, uh, it sounds like to me you guys have had opportunity to get out there and play even still. Is that right? Absolutely. I know during the pandemic we've been taking it uh like taking it pretty easy doing uh only a couple live shows, but uh yeah, we were really busy beforehand. Like in 2019, we played 53 shows that year in like a four state uh three four state region, which was really rad. And uh yeah, we had a lot of plans for uh like 2020, but that obviously fell through, but uh, we're really hoping to like we're picking up a lot of those for uh like later this year, like this summer. Like I know we're really busy and uh like South Carolina, like we're really branching into the Charleston market, and then what's rad is we got uh yeah we got offers as far south as uh Atlanta and as far north as uh, Saginaw, Michigan. Wow. For August. Jeez. 
That's fantastic. Congratulations, brother. Thank you. Absolutely. And obviously, you guys are taking those. You know, you guys are going to be traveling around doing. Absolutely. Dude, we're road dogs. Well, that's how you do it, man. That's how you get out there. You make a name for yourself. You put yourself out there, and and that's how you see success. Long way to top. Yeah. Of course, it helps to have really awesome punk music, too. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's a fun. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, dude. Wish my dad would be my manager. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I I'd like to talk about you, you know your music, your content. You know, I, I like that it seems like you guys are taking on this role of kind of being a mouthpiece for your generation. With you know, when, when I listen back to your music and I'm I'm hearing the words in your songs, it's it's like wow for for the guys he's young to have you know. I don't know if profound is the right word for it, but, you know, in a way, yeah, kind of profound lyrics coming from such young guys. You know, talk about, is that a conscious choice you're making to, you know, stand up and say, hey, you know, my generation has something to say, or is this just how you write music? Like, uh, yeah, a little bit of both. Like, I know punks, like, it's all, it's been a genre about a social change, and, uh, like, we really wanted to take that on with the band, but I know... Uh, yeah, like what you're saying, like really kind of profound for like what are like what we're doing, and so uh, like I know our EP thirty seven like uh was about like a lot of uh what was happening last summer like the beginning of the pandemic and it was just like our way of internalizing it because we were just going stir crazy like not being able to play shows and so like yeah it was just really like our response to everything going on. Yeah, which is which is uh which is really heavy, you know. It's yeah. it's really like a heavy message, like you know, screw all this stuff that's happening, man. We're road dogs. We want to get back out there. Absolutely. Just punch people in the face with <laughs> punk music. Right on. Yeah, that's the interpretation I get out of it, anyways. How does the songwriting process look? Do you generally take lyrics to everybody, or does everybody pitch in on on lyric ideas? Is it music first? Then so. Music? What happens is, like, uh, I'm the chief songwriter, and so, <clears throat> pardon me, but, uh, but, yeah, I come up with all, like, the guitar riffs and, uh, like, vocals and, like, yeah, vocal melody and lyrics, and so, like, what, like, uh, really, like, uh, the process kind of depends from song to song, but with uh, the whole band, it's, like, I'll bring, like, an idea or, like, a full-fledged, or, like, a, like, a demo or something, and then, like, we'll all work together, build something, like, really cool out of it, but, you know, yeah, with our EP 37, our, uh, yeah, previous drummer, Isaac, was, uh, just a killer guitarist too and so he had like a lot yeah had a lot of really cool riffs that we were able to like build in the songs on the ep thank you like it sounds like the dynamics definitely there there's no there's no you know animosity between bandmates or anything like that it sounds like it's just it just clicks in exactly yeah that's good now who's record who's producing and mixing your music is that something is your dad helping you with that as well or do you have a producer because i you know for anyone listening, if you haven't already heard Orphan Riot's music, I highly recommend going to Bandcamp and just go ahead and download the album. Trust me, it's worth the money. Uh, but, you know, it's a professionally recorded album. You can tell yeah. that they, like this wasn't done in the garage. So where, who's, do, who's doing that for you? Yeah, so with, uh, the last couple projects we've worked on, we've uh, got hooked up with uh, Scotty Sandwich, just a really cool dude, a veteran of the, sh- of the uh, Chicago punk scene, just like a like hanging around with like Alkaline Trio, the Lawrence Arms, and it's just like really cool. But we recorded his, like it's a studio, the sandwich shop outside of Durham, North Carolina. It's just a really cool environment. Where like uh, like we get to build off of ideas. It's just, yeah, really rad. It's like 
and uh, his band, Almost People, like, uh, they'll just hang out, like, they'll hang around for the day, and it's like, uh, we got an idea for gang vocals. Oh, let's bring everybody in. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. With a name like <coughs> Scotty Sandwich. Wow. What a That's an awesome, awesome name. Dude. Scotty Sandwich. I'm jealous. Man. Yeah. I'm so jealous of that. Kid. So simple, but yet. Elegant. That's elegant, yeah. So yeah. Elegant. That's the right word for it. <laughs> I mean, you guys are putting in work, man. In, in, in less than two years, you, you put out a full-length album and an EP. I mean, that's that's a lot of lot you have more in the in the chamber like is there more music to come or are you guys kind of focusing on promoting what you have out there what's where are you at with all that oh we're definitely writing a lot more stuff like uh yeah we're in the writing process right now and then we got like a couple more projects coming out later in the year that we'll be able to talk about later so that's cool. interesting stuff man yeah. yeah you guys are steady on the grind <laughs> exactly that's awesome now you guys have been uh Together, you said, what, four years? Yeah, right about. How long have you been playing and singing, <coughs> just in total? So, yeah, I've been playing about, uh, like, I think I started guitar lessons when I was about seven. And so, yeah, and uh, I was building off of, uh, like, what I what I was listening to back then was, like, a lot of 80s metal. Like, I know Iron Maiden was a big one. Anthrax was one of my faves. But I know the first song I ever learned, I'll never forget this, was Poison Talk Dirty to Me. Nice. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I've always been a... Uh, like I've always been playing guitar pretty steady, but I know vocal, like uh, singing, like uh, never really something like I haven't had uh, professional lessons for. But I know, like it's always been something. It's just something I've done for fun. But I know, I have vid- I've have uh, vivid memories. Like when I was about yeah seven or eight, like I was just like uh, singing along to like a bunch of Iron Maiden songs. Since like I was like little, had a really high vocal range, so I was just hitting all those Bruce Dickinson notes. And so yeah, I was just like building all of that and uh, like combining that with punk rock. So. That was one of the things uh, C-Dub and I were talking about the other night, listening to your music. was like, not only do you have that, that soul of classic punk, but your voice is perfect Thank for you. punk rock music. I mean, you don't ever change that. You know? it's, yeah. it's perfect for punk. Yeah, you guys have the formula down. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. So that's, that's awesome. <laughs> I have a, I have a, a curveball question for you. What's a band or an artist that you listen to that nobody would think that you do listen to because you're a punk rock, punk rock player? I have to think about this, but I know, okay, so I like a lot of the stuff, like, under the alternative umbrella, kind of, but I know, like, a lot, the 90s, 80s and 90s had some of the, just the best music in general, but I know, something like True. a bit, yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like a bit out of, like, out of the picture that I listened to, like, I, I was jamming on it earlier this week. Dude, I'm just a huge Gin Blossoms fan, just like a lot of the, uh, like kind of alternative stuff there. Jim Blossoms were great. I was into them back in the day. Oh yeah, dude. I was I was hoping you'd say something like Lady Gaga or something <laughs> like that because like that's my guilty pleasure. I love some Lady Gaga. Gaga's, I didn't know that. I I Gaga's love Lady guilty. Gaga. She is one of the most talented people on the planet. Her just her and a piano. I can listen to that all day. And you put all that extra crap, it it gets a little diluted. But oh, okay, I thought yeah. you were going poker face. <laughs> it's a great song. I mean, honestly, it's a I great mean, song. I Bad romance, great song. I ain't gonna lie, man. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real. <laughs> right on. This episode is sponsored by Lady Gaga. I wish <laughs> you guys do covers at your shows. Yeah, we do. Like I know, uh, <clears throat> like in the past year or so, we've done uh, like a really cool like benefit records, like uh, covers. Like I know, there's a really cool punk rock label out of uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, Coffin Curse, and we did a. Uh, we did a benefit for the ACLU doing a bunch of Operation Ivy covers. And so that was in like regular rotation for a while. And then, uh, we, uh, 
like for the senatorial runoff in Georgia, we did a uh, Democratic for the People. We were all covering a bunch of Georgia bands, and we did Keys to Me by Driving and Crying. And so, yeah, that was also regular rotation. But the like, the really cool thing about that, like that project, was uh, it was picked up by REM because a bunch of people were doing REM covers, and uh, they were sharing like they were sharing it all over their social media. So it was just really cool. Orphan Right on the REM page. Wow. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's no joke. You guys are definitely getting getting some clout so to speak in the businesses yeah. so what's what's the goal here what's what's the what's the end game <laughs> uh, no. but but yeah what what is what is the you know how, what's the vision for orphan riot my like my vision is just to keep it going for like as long as possible like we've been doing it for four years now and i've just had a blast like writing songs and uh just hitting the road so i plan i plan on just doing that for as long as i can like my goal is like not to get not to be like the biggest like biggest band on earth but it's just I just want to have fun playing. Like, hell, I think I'm a lifer at this point, you know? Yeah. And you're still in school, right? Yes, sir. 11th grade. 11th grade. You want to shout out your school at all? Or <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just finish school, okay? Yeah. At least finish. <laughs> <laughs> that is important. School it's not very, po- yeah, it's not very punk rock, but it is important. Yeah. Well, I know that you brought a guitar along with you. Uh, is there any chance you'd f- want to play a song for us? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I say uh, I say we do that now. Hey, what's up? I'm Noel Green from Orphan Ride. The song is Against the Grain off our EP 37. Y'all ready?
before we wrap things up, I want you to tell our audience where direct them where to go to get more Orphan Riot. Tell people what you want them to hear right now. Absolutely. So uh, I'd like to stay up to date on what's going on with the band. Check out our social medias. Like we're we're most active on Instagram and Facebook and uh, Twitter at at uh, yeah just at Orphan Riot. Like uh yeah no capitals no spaces no nothing. And uh, yeah, you can find out like our live dates on uh, go to www.orphanriot. Guess what? dot com. And then uh, <laughs> yeah, to check out our music. Yeah, Bandcamp's been really good to us with uh like their artist Fridays. Like we're really grateful for that. And then yeah, we're on like all major streaming services: Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, you name it. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so for our audience, make sure to check these guys out. Go to those platforms. And just get punk rocked out, you know? But for now, let's hear some live music here in the Rooster Studios. Right on. Take it away. All right, this is New Orleans by Rancid. Y'all ready? Please. 